Hi, and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins, and I'm so happy you're here today. Today, I want to talk about how to motivate and inspire your team in the face of uncertainty and the risk of burnout, because let's face it, we are in uncertain times. There's so much stress that's going on. People are feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling like they can't control so many things that are going on outside of their life, maybe inside of their life, and they're at risk of burnout. So you have to keep them motivated to keep moving forward, to help them through um, these tough times, to encourage their well-being. And so I want to share my five tips on how to do this because I work really hard to try to help my employees manage their stress and and uh, and feel positive in the wake of everything that's been going on recently. So five tips. First one, you have to manage yourself. I personally think this is the most important one because as leaders, you set the, we set the tone. We um, uh, have an emotional impact on our employees. And if we are all over the place, if we're showing up stressed and and I'm putting all that that stress and negativity out there, then our employees are going to react the same way. So you have to take care of yourself. Take time to unplug, to recharge your batteries, do what you need to do to manage your stress. As leaders, you have to do this. This is part of your responsibility of being a leader. And I know that it's not always easy, but you've got to put self-care first if you're going to manage yourself. That way you can show up cool, calm, and collected because that's what your team needs from you. They want to be inspired and motivated by somebody who's like, hey, look, we've got this. Sure, it's not easy. And uh, and yes, uh, things are stressful right now, but here's how we're going to get through it. Here's how we're going to prioritize. Here's how we're going to support each other and laugh. And uh, and that's really an important aspect of managing yourself is, is being able to show up um, with positivity, even when you're not necessarily feeling positive inside. And if you do these things, it'll help you be more adaptable because that's what is required in self-management these days is adaptability. Uh, we're getting thrown so many curveballs um, um, on a day-to-day -day basis that if we're not adaptable and we're really rigid in our ways, then it's hard to adjust um, and to self-manage because we want to stick with the way that things are. And that's just not how it's going to be. So put your ego aside, manage yourself, take care of yourself, show up cool, calm, and collected so that way your employees can model your positivity, um, your can-do attitude, and your calmness in the face of these wild times. Number two, make courageous decisions. It is uncomfortable to have to make a tough decision. And so often we want to avoid it, right? Let's just kick the can down the road a little bit, but we have to be courageous in making these tough decisions. We have to step into the discomfort of them. We need to be decisive and, and make the decisions that are in the best interests of our teams and our companies, even if we don't know what the outcome is going to be. So when you do when you do make these tough decisions and courageous decisions, you have to show vulnerability and you have to embrace the learning that failure might bring. Like we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow tomorrow. And so taking the risk of making a wrong decision is just part of the the game. So do your homework, make sure you understand what the pros and cons are, what the trade-offs are, and then make a courageous decision, even if it's difficult. Your employees need you to show up and to be decisive and to help them through these tough and uncertain times. And you do that by making courageous decisions. Number three, listen, listen, listen. This is such an important aspect right now. 
everybody wants to be seen and heard. It's part of the reason why people are leaving their jobs, right? They don't feel seen and heard and valued. And when it is stressful, that's even more of a time to, uh, to sit down and listen rather than just hunker down and get things done. Dialogue matters. People want to talk about how they're feeling. People want to talk about how they're doing. They want to be part of decision making and the part of the conversation. So you need to sit down and listen to your employees, ask questions, be curious. It will inspire them to show up. They will feel better when they tell you what they're thinking, when they share their ideas, when they feel heard, and that will reduce their stress and make them feel more certain because they're part of the conversation. Number four, be transparent. You have to just tell the truth. Uh, nobody wants a dis to work for a dishonest leader. Um, nobody likes to be left in the dark or to have partial information. All that does is create more fear and uncertainty because in the absence of information, people tell themselves their own stories. And typically those stories are negative and you don't want that. You want everybody to be on the same page, even if things are tough and you have to deal with hard situations. So be transparent, tell the truth, share as much information as you possibly can. Be okay with saying, I don't know. There are things that we just don't know. And it's okay as a leader to not have all the answers. That's being transparent when you say, I'm just not sure exactly what's going to happen here, but here's the plan. And here's how we're going to adjust uh, if things don't go to plan. And people will appreciate that transparent communication. And finally, number five, build connections. This is the most important one. The great resignation is really the great disconnection. People are leaving their jobs or feeling really unhappy at work and looking for new jobs because they don't feel connected to their bosses, to their teammates, to their company's mission and vision. They want to feel connected, especially those of us who are working from home or in a hybrid situation and it's hard to connect face-to-face -face with people. Build connections help your employees feel like they are part of a, something bigger than themselves, that they're part of a team, that they are understood and that their um, belonging matters. And you do that by building connections and you do that and you build connections through dialogue, calling and checking on people, creating opportunities for people to connect, right? Start every meeting off with a, hey, how are, one word to say how we're feeling, or each person can take turns in a different meeting telling a personal story that helps their teammates and colleagues understand them better. Um, those types of connections really do matter. So hopefully that helps give you some tips um, to inspire and motivate your team in the face of uncertainty and to help them through burnout. You know, all of this really comes through self-management and through communication and through decision-making. Like those are the things that you have to do as a leader, self-management, self make decisions and communicate clearly. And, uh, and that will really help your employees get through these tough times. Okay. On to my question of the week comes from one of my employees. And I love this question. We are having a, a conversation about um, a difficult topic and he said, ah, oh, I really want to learn how to do what you do. You can have difficult conversations and you can have people feel motivated and inspired and walk away feeling positive. How do you do that? And there's one simple trick that I do. And besides listening and engaging in the conversations and being open-minded, which are you know typical things that, that you, that leaders know that they have to do. But the key is turning negative language into positive language. You can say the exact same thing using positive language that you do 
in a negative tone and it can have profound effects. Now, sometimes you have to say something with, you cannot do this anymore. You know, this has to stop. Um, but for the most part, when you are encouraging people to make changes or to resolve conflict, they want to feel positive about it. And people are so much more motivated when you say, yeah, yeah, do more of that instead of, ooh, ooh, stop doing that. So I changed my language into positive language. So instead of saying, hey, you know, we can't go in that direction. It's not the right decision. I'll say, hey, I think that there's another direction that might result in a better outcome. Let's really explore this other pathway first. You're saying the exact same thing. Somebody's really struggling with meeting a timeline. You could say, you have to meet these timelines right now. If you don't, it's going to put the project behind and it is dramatically affecting your performance. Or you can say, hey, it's really important to the team and to your success to meet these timelines. Here are the outcomes that we would like to see. Now, what can we do to help you meet these timelines? That's turning, saying the same thing, but it's using positive language instead of negative language, turning a negative situation into something that's positive um, with just a few choice words. So instead of saying can't, figure out a way to say can. Instead of say, saying don't, figure out a way to say do. If you can flip that to a positive tone, you will make people feel safer, better about the situation and more motivated to go resolve the conflict or make the change that's needed to be made. All right. Well, that is all I have for you today on uh, advice from a CEO. Hopefully that was helpful. Yeah. Take care. And I'll see you next week with another great uh, interview with my good friend, Frankie Russo. Oh my gosh. She's so much fun. We're going to love that one. And uh, if you like this podcast, please write a review, like it, subscribe to it, share it with a friend. It's always helpful for the algorithms. Have a great day. See you next week.